All right. How are you getting on? Are you well? Are you well? Uh, how's your June going, huh? You getting out there? Are you shaking that tush? Are you waving that flag? Legally, you have to. Legally, you're obliged to, if you're an ally. Um, I know. Look, come here to me. Um, how was your bank holiday weekend? Yeah? Did you get away? Did you fly? Oh, my God. Did you go through hell? Did you go through hell? A.K.A. Dublin Airport? Oh, my God. Yeah, apparently the DAA stands for... Ah! Look at the size of that queue. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, because I know. Um, because I know. No, it looks like pure hell. And Twitter. Twitter been having a bloody field day. Uh, so actually, I saw some tweets and I just quit Twitter. Um, people being, hey, guys... Um, why don't you give me give me an example of something you can do in the queue for? This is what I saw someone say. Hey guys, what can you do in the queue for Dublin Airport this weekend? This I'm not having a go. I am having a go. Look, if you don't have a joke, you can't set up a joke and then ask for a punchline. I mean, I know I do that sometimes, but it's all a bit of fun. You can't try and get a viral tweet by just asking a joke, right? And getting multiple retweets. What does it even mean? What does it even mean to you? Um, here's yeah, something you can do in the queue. Um, I just saw your tweet there. Just wanted to send something in. Uh, you could watch all the extended editions of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I was thinking. <laughs> 20 billion retweets. <laughs> you could watch every episode of EastEnders. What? What? You mean ever, ever? You could bloody, um, uh, you could read the Bible front and back and pray for the staff that they had to let go. <laughs> I know, look, um, look at my opinion. My opinion, I think it's, look, call me crazy. Call me crazy, okay? But in my opinion, it's probably because they sacked all that staff. Just my opinion. <laughs> Just my opinion. Uh, I know, look, everyone has their opinion. Um, some things are just facts, though. Um, I know, come here to me, listen. Look, listen, live. Uh, I'm not talking about any of that shite right now, right? I'm talking about my brother, okay? I have my brother on the podcast and a, and a, at a very opportunistic point in his and my life. No, what I'm saying is my brother's a viral TikTok star. Um, before that, he was just my family. Um, and this is going to seem very opportunistic for me uh, because <laughs> I, I've i been on his podcast about four or five times. And in the last two weeks, he's got like 10 million views on TikTok across four videos. And so this might seem like, look, it's not, it's not, I'm not, it's not opportunistic. It's a long time coming. I've talked about it multiple times on the podcast that my brother used to be a witch, that he used to kick my ass in FIFA, that um, he used to be mad into gangster rap, um, that he got me into punk and all this kind of stuff. So we have a good, nice, long chat about our upbringings because we, we were, you know, are we had the exact same childhood, you know, and we have the exact same uh, sense of humor. So it was a very fun chat to reminisce. And, you know, for him to educate me on a couple of things and to talk a little about Liverpool, the mighty Liverbirds, mate. Um, my favourite, my favourite soccer team, um, the Liverpool Liverbirds. Uh, so we have a good chat and it's very sincere, very genuine. We have a lot of laughs. He compliments me a lot, which is great. I try and do the same. <laughs> um, and it's a lovely chat and let me tell you as well that this chat is sponsored by the Dublin or Irish Whiskey mate go to the DLD.com and guess what they have some brand new tasty ass whiskies. I've told you about this whiskey company before they are they make a delicious whiskey alright but they're not precious 
they like to jazz it up a bit. They like to age it in different casks. They like to age it in bourbon casks. They like to age it in smoked stout casks and give it different elements of flavor. And they have a new whiskey on the horizon. And the only way you're going to find out about it is by going onto the DLD.com and checking them out or walking into Dunes stores, mate. And you can check them out there also at Dubliner Whiskey on the social on Instagram. They're a fine sponsor of this podcast and I'm indebted to them. Um, and uh, and look, it's a great chat and we have a lot of, to- a lot of time. Oh, well, it is actually a long chat so we do have a lot of time and it's a fun chat. So this is my brother, uh, Andy Canwell, at Andy Canwell on TikTok. Uh, just chatting about football, witchcraft and making things. It's a lot of fun. Bye-bye. So uh, what are we doing? Just riffing? Look, we're just riffing. No, I'm going to be talking to you about, um, and actually, this is a conversation that I think we'll we'll. I've been trying to. I, I think I've been trying to like, get this conversation out with guests that they don't have the same thing. But based on our kind of upbringing, I kind of assumed that everyone had that everyone got into like Green Day and Blink One Eight Two, and then they just got into like other heavier stuff, and then the uh, you know, and then into punk, and then yeah. you know, loved American Pie, and then there was a pivot of rap for a while, and like. <laughs> had a Sega Dreamcast like I, I project our childhood onto <laughs> everyone and I kind of assume because you were a little goth and I was a little emo and we were like early rocker adopters for our yeah. age and grew out the hair I assume every, that was a phase for everyone and not not at all no <laughs> and, I, and so I often ask people what the kind of uh subcultures they belong to and they're like like stop talking nothing <laughs> stop nothing talking. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I know I was listening to the Sean Burke one there the other day oh he's such a lovely guy he is such a lovely and he's so fucking smart at yeah. putting things like he doesn't just go for the low hanging fruit and like I'm going for lower hanging fruit I'm going for like poopy butts <laughs> and dukes you know I know um, you should get him on your pod now that you've poached all my friends yeah I know <laughs> who else you got <laughs> <laughs> Killian actually as if you, as if you could love Killian Sunderman anymore uh, he, just as I was about to do the, the gig uh, yeah. or I was emceeing his gig he came over to me and this is like you know he's locked in focused on his thing and he's like oh by the way amazing about your brother that's amazing this video is so <laughs> funny it's so amazing and I'm like as if the Cantwell boys couldn't love you anymore. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he commented, he tagged me in some, that um, there's a commentary thing going around of like, this guy, when Ke- Kevin Phillips scored a goal and like Rolling Stones, Rolling Stones satisfaction came on and he was like, Kevin Phillips, song, <laughs> Southampton. And like, it goes on for ages, like one of these foreign commentators. And like, I was like, no way, he's tagging me in like commentary things now. Like, yeah. I've, I've, I've arrived. You have arrived. <laughs> well, look, that's the only reason why I'm having you on this podcast no is problem. because to boost got, my numbers. I've mate. got the numbers to back it up now. You do have the numbers to back it up. <laughs> within my entire career, in, within the span of a week, you got more views, more likes, and your success rate is <laughs> so infuriating. You had nine followers. And then what was the first video? It was the Minamino goal. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's one, oh, it's one, one. You know, that one. Yeah. And how many, how many views did that one get? 1.3 million. 1.3 million. And it's then it was 3.6 million. And then and it was then four like... point something. But now it's kind of, <laughs> but now it's kind of leveled back down. Like I'll talk about it, I guess, on the pod, but like 
Uh, oh, we're in the pod. We're in the pod now. Oh, we're in the pod. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was kind of like you know the last the last one got like the least amount of um, views, I suppose. But like mm-hmm. it got the best feedback. So I'm like, well, that's all I that's all I actually want. Yeah, I just want people. And like Ashley, our sister, was saying like it's like the last thing any of you need is people telling you how funny you are. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's true. Like, and I was like, yeah, I was like, but like, so it, it's kind of weird the way it works because it's like the first like hour, the first maybe three hours worth of comments, I'll like sort of monitor or I'll sort of check and stuff mm. like that just to see if people are liking it. And then like once I get that, then it's like, then it's grand, whatever happens, because then the, the next wave, once it sort of goes to, I guess, the for you page or on, mm-hmm. on different things, then it's just the general sort of football um toxic football <laughs> comments of people just getting in arguments in the chat and, yeah. all, and all this sort of stuff so i kind of like if it's not about me directly and how funny i am and if it's all about oh he needs to retire and i'm yeah. kind of like, no and then i'm kind of like i don't want to be the the voice of like yeah he should retire because i love martin tyler now <laughs> <laughs> you've always i i only know him i only know him from fifa games he passes you know. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and it's just like i think he like i genuinely think he's just like that and in like anyway and some of the comments are saying like you know he tends to be more up for the underdog and and, yeah he's seen it all and i think he is like but it's just it just lends itself so well to this disgruntled man sort of Mm. angle that i've taken it Mm. taken it upon but i have a few other other uh, commentators that I think are great for for that sort of stuff. So I'm going to sort of <laughs> going to branch it's, out. But it is your face. It is your face that sells it, and the the drop of a reaction. And how how because you are you are getting it lip sync perfect. So how <laughs> how do you get that? How do you get that so well? I would like I just watch them over and over again. Like there's one that I think I'll put out tomorrow. Of um, it might be out by the time the podcast is out, but. Mm. There's this guy, there's this commentator, Jonathan Pierce, and like he's so like he so wants to be like a poet or something. He try he does these like yeah. big grand sort of things. But there's a really famous clip of him when Cantona drop kicked that fan in the nineties. Mm. Remember when he attacked that fan? And he just goes like there's a real it's like a common line of like I care not one jot about his supreme talent and all this but like <laughs> but but that clip is like 55 seconds long and I was literally I was taking the dog for a walk that morning I was I had it on loop on my YouTube mm. and I was just I was trying to get it down as I was taking him for a walk and then I was like okay I have it and then when I start recording I'm like oh yeah I have to act it as well like yeah. I can't just mouth it so it usually takes like a couple of goes. So that's definitely been the most challenging one so far. But I think like, but he just goes so mad that like, I think yeah. it, was just, it was, it was worth doing it. One but, jot. Uh, I care not one jot about his supreme <laughs> talent. Um, but yeah, but uh, so there's a few, there's a few, there's a few different ones. that I do. Like I wouldn't mind getting into other sort of sports and mm. uh, like a UFC thing maybe, or one or two comments saying there's this one, one or two guys in boxing who's like, He's like that equivalent in boxing where he mm. says nothing when someone's actually getting beat up, but when nothing's happening, he's <laughs> he's gone mad. So like, I'm just kind of going to see where it goes. Uh, it's like, pure. It is, but it's pure joy. Even as me a uh, a fair weather uh, football mm-hmm. fan, because uh, I li- I actually like watching football highlights. The amount of times you maybe watch Robbie Fowler's Hot 100. I know, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, I mean, goals are satisfying. So like, so it's always satisfying content to watch any goal, and you'll stick love- around. You know, but then also just to be able to 
<laughs> and the replayability of watching you exactly in sync and your eyes change and your lips change and just the disappointment sometimes it's just it's perfection yeah. to watch oh, as a casual viewer i only i only ever say to you to watch like only if something really good is happening with, with liverpool i'd be like right like i'll send mm-hmm. i sent you a voice message a few a few weeks ago when they were up for the quadruple like right man city have drawn last <laughs> yeah. night so that means that if we win and like they're not going to win or like they're not going to lose the last match but if they do um and all this sort of stuff and i'm like i only try and get you in on like the really really big moments like here's why you need to watch i appreciate know? that so thank you very much for Leave me a very disappointing week of sport. Oh my God. I was so annoyed. I was so, and like, this is the problem because it's like, these people don't know that I exist, but like, Mm -hmm. I shouldn't let this like external thing affect my mood so much. Like I do think about that with like football that like, it's, I get so invested Mm. and and nothing, nothing else would make me go like, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you know like no. you, could, you could give me literally the best news anything to do with like like a personal achievement or a yeah. family thing even i'd be like oh it's brilliant whereas but like if liverpool score in the last minute I, like nothing gives me that like <laughs> where i just cannot i'm just so like punching the air and like jumping yeah. up off me chair i don't know what it is like but it was only after the last week when they lost the champions league final which i was so frustrated about yeah and, and the fact that like villa were two up and even even when like villa were, were, were two up i know you probably don't want to get too in-depth into football, no it's so. fine but like when they were two up and then we were playing shy and I was like, if we don't win, I say we again, like they don't yeah. know me, but it's like if we can't win now, like mm-hmm. that, like at least we, we won our match. But like it was just still. But that's uh, as well. I was watching it and like I was watching the Liverpool match because I thought no fucking way. And then Villa got one up and I'm like, but it was just at the time that I was like, oh, Liverpool need to be playing better. So I was like, I don't want to click go off Liverpool because I want to see that they might win and so I missed both Villa goals and then when <laughs> Liverpool were up then I swatched, swapped over and then seeing fucking City come back just the frustration it was yeah, just like, yeah it was just the most dissatisfying you know and my TV of turned off my TV turned off Good. at about like the 85th minute you know where your where your digital box sort of just shits the bed and mm. like it just turned off and it takes about 10 minutes to turn back on my dodgy Twitter. box is perfect so I don't have any have, of those issues I have to get one you do and and I was saying to Kerry I was like I was like, well Salah scored like and I'm <laughs> scrolling through Twitter I'm like and, and City are winning 3-2 I'm like yeah. fucking this fucking thing uh, just getting so annoyed about it so I have to I have to sort of chill out about it you know uh, have you watched um, Severance, that Apple TV show? Mm-mm. It's very good. I highly no. recommend it. But it's there's so, not to do football. But the, the thing I was, the thing is that the kind of the whole idea is that there's some you know you, you you work an entire day, but you kind of live it as an alter ego. So you go into this elevator as a normal person, and then as far as you know, the next thing you remember is leaving the elevator. But what you've actually done is gone and worked a full day's work. And oh, then you Terry, come back. tell me about this. Yeah, but you know, the reason I, I say that is like Adam Scott's in it and so like he kind of like goes down the elevator and then this thing goes ding and then he's a brand new person. That's kind of like me with with losses in sport. They do not last long at all. Like I totally forgot about Liverpool like uh, 10 minutes, after, five minutes after. Didn't linger, <gasps> didn't ruin anything. But it's also the why I can't really be there for the big victories as well because it also leaves me. It also, you know. Well, yeah, actually, that's like, not true. No, I mean, the... The, the actual Premiership win and the Champions League in recent memory, 
did linger for like a day, you know, but yeah, not in the but same like, way. It's not. And, and like Kerry would I would ask me, she'd be like, why? So why do you do this? Like if you're makes you so unhappy, I'm like, because if they win, you know, and so well, surely it's better to win, score like a last minute goal and to overcome. It's like, no, I want to be three nil up after five minutes and enjoy <laughs> the match. <laughs> like, and then if we win, I will consume every I'll watch the highlights. Like, I think I watched that goal where our keeper scored that header. To oh, get yeah. us into the Champions League. I'm, I think I've watched that about like maybe seven or eight hundred times. <laughs> I honestly, I keep watching it and it just yeah, makes I do me watch feel, that a lot. I'll read articles. I'll listen to every podcast I can find. So for days, it, it sustains me. Uh, but yeah. whenever, uh, whenever there's a team uh, getting absolutely demolished. I even said this when I was at the, the Bose, Bose match recently. Um, I was, <laughs> what were you uh, doing there? I don't know. I hated it there. It was an awful time. <laughs> No, I'd rather, I honestly, I'd rather go to anything. I'd rather go to like a interior design conference in the RDS because you could like slag stuff. Like that's just like, if we're watching it, can we not just like slag it a bit, you know? Yeah, everyone's too invested. You're kind of like, shut up, Willie, I'm trying to watch this. I know. And I also yeah. don't want to like out myself as like, you know. <laughs> he probably should have passed it there, lads, what? <laughs> you know. <laughs> but anyway, I was saying at the most match, you know, they're like 2-0 down. I was like, hey, it's like my, it's like me playing FIFA with my brother over here. Fucking the way they're demolishing these guys. <laughs> Absolutely. Crickets. Because it must, yeah, it was cricket. Because it must have been a very deeply dissatisfying experience for you playing FIFA with me. Um, it it was so satisfying because, like, I remember I was only only listening to that podcast you did with Sean Burke, mm. and you were telling him uh, about how I used to absolutely trash you, mm-hmm. and and I'd make these creative characters like Iranovsky. This like he was like a bald guy with stubble. This like. Eastern European powerhouse but I remember even I remember even with you I kept telling you all about wait till Aronofsky gets the ball or whatever and like 99 everything and I remember I never even I'd never scored from this far out I just shouted it was like 40 yards I was like Aronofsky and like smashed off the crossbar and in I was like oh god <laughs> I couldn't oh. get over it it's so satisfying because like you are so much better than me at every other game mm. Ev- literally you. every other game Thank you. I'll take that. Though it's yeah. good to be good yeah. to be said on this pod. I remember I'll, you had. I'll give you that. You had like a small little scrappy fella as well. I can't remember his name. Actually, no. This was with the goalkeeper. With the goalkeeper, you would pass it back, <laughs> run through every one of my lads while singing the match of the day theme song, yeah. <laughs> like twice, and then just do loops and go back again. You know, but like the funny thing is, like I'm so uh, yes, I am so much better than you at football mm. games, but. Whenever I like me and uh, Terry, who I do the podcast with, and our friend Andy, we've ha- we've had these games nights for the last maybe fifteen years. Um, and tell them like, what the tell them what the forfeit is of your precious games night. This is the forfeit. Right, this right. is the forfeit. Bunch of lads. It's the most disgusting forfeit you could yeah, ever go ask on, for. Say it. So the loser, the loser has to drink a bottle of sparkling water because we we hate it. It's so. <laughs> And I mean, people drink it like as a refreshment and every time... This is sparkling water. I'm having a great time here with this. What? Highly carbonated. I have a home little thing, little machine goes... Oh my God. Highly, highly carbonated. And every time, every time one of us drinks it, I remember Terry threw up uh, (laughs) to drink it. Because it was the first time he won all the time, but like we we got one where we had like a liter of it. Normally it's just a five hundred mil, which is bad mm. enough. But we got a liter of it. He's like, I, I have to go for a second. <laughs> he like just got sick in the toilet. <laughs> it was it's just, and every time one of us is drinking it, it's like who would drink this? Pathetic. Like it's like it's if anyone great. like 
it's like if I find out someone drinks sparkling water, I'm like, ah. Oh. Uh, it's like when you ask someone like who do you follow like Man United like ah all right. nah. it's yeah. like that with, with beverages yeah I still do have that <laughs> I just I just relate Man United people to just sporto bullies <laughs> to all the things to all the other things I don't like <laughs> yeah I know and it's not fair it's not fair on them they're a popular not. team in 97 because <laughs> now Liverpool are what United were like people supported United because they were the, the team of like mm. the 90s and now Liverpool are kind of the team you know depending on who you ask so now a lot of young people are just Liverpool fans but mm. uh, I don't want to go too far down the football rabbit hole because I, yeah, I know you're it. out of your depth I'm out of my yeah I am I just um, <laughs> it's just never it, you know football kind of worked with you you are still very good on a five aside you still do thank you I mean as far as I'm, I'm, I'm concerned really as a yeah I mean I'm just surprised <laughs> I can be nutmegged you know but then you and Ben just nutmegging me all the time and I'm like how are they doing this pure magic and I never I never take it easy like even on our brother Ben who's like considerably like what 15 years younger than me mm-hmm. I'm like proper just like milling through him <laughs> and <all> like <laughs> when we're playing after, like I love showing off my authority in people who clearly shouldn't even you know are in, in no way near my size <laughs> No, but it's been satisfying for him now that he can run um, rings around us. Yeah, um, absolutely. You were, sorry, you were saying about games night before I asked your forfeit. You were you were making a point. No, about that's it. it. It's just like I'm not the I'm not the best at all mm. at these games nights because Andy and Terry, like who be two of my probably closest friends, like they they really know football and there's like a group chat that the three of us have and like a lot of it is football talk and I usually just stay out of it because I feel like you. When whenever I want, whenever I want to comment on a game, I'm I'm always kind of like, uh, no, no, I don't know what I'm talking about here. Uh, so the lads, there's, the there's la- levels. The lads' chat is always full of football. You know, I try and you know, kind of swing it to pardon the pun, Spider Man. Sometimes you know, be like, oh, what do we think? Of? You know, but it's a bit of it's Nothing. a mix of both. I, I just stay quiet until it's like movies or game related. Yeah. And then yeah. I fucking make up for lost time. You better believe it. <laughs> you know, these monologues, these pieces that belong in The Guardian. <laughs> I kind of I, I kind of resort to what I would imagine you would be like in that if they're getting proper technicals, like, oh, I, I don't know about that switch to the 4-3-3 from 4-2-3-1. Mm. I'm like, I, I hate his face. Like, <laughs> yeah. Look at his face. <laughs> you know, like, that's, that's what I'd resort to in the chat. No, I'm always like, whenever we're... Whenever we just find ourselves watching a match during the day, I just can't. And every time I, f- I realize I'm doing it, I'll be like, oh, it's a nice jersey, actually. It's a very nice kit. Like, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. a tri- nice little bit of white trim on it there. Very nice little collar. Yeah. It's very retro. Cool. Well, um, unless you're talking about exactly what's going on and you can see things before they're going to happen, like, you just don't get involved. That's, that's, and then Terry watching fucking Leinster matches when everyone's holding on. Everyone's always holding on, in off their feet. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I've never gotten the rules to rugby. Like no. I know, I know roughly what you can and can't do. But whenever there's like a foul or an offside mm. or anything like that, like I don't know. <laughs> me, I, I just, me and Mam went to a match with Terry's family, and um, we just kept fucking looking at each other, shrugging, <laughs> just getting each other points. Like for the fuck, you know? like, I don't know. We and then we there was a bit where we both cheered at the same time, and we were the only people in the stadium because we thought that they'd scored. <laughs> She used to be really into the fo- into football when we were both liver when when you used to go through the phase of also having Liverpool jerseys yeah. where we get matching Liverpool jerseys with Fowler twenty three on the back yes yes and we'd be watching it with her and she'd be like come on yeah you know, she gets so into it like, she did and then it's just that's just really dormant now that's just not yeah <laughs> just but gone. the whole thing I remember because I I remember. I kind of stopped watching football when I was about 16, 17, mm-hmm. because I was getting into music. We'll talk about that. And I, 
and turn I turned out turned out I missed like one of the most successful seasons ever where they won this treble in 2001 I have no recollection of that at all like that my two year <laughs> gap was like some of their most successful stuff and yeah. I remember I specifically got back into the, the like this is how sad I am that I remember thinking when I was about 17 and I had long hair I'm like if I get a Liverpool jersey and I have long hair people won't know what to think <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, look at this guy. He looks music, but he's also a football fan. Yeah, I know. That, yeah, that was actually why I started watching purely because I thought I'd look cool with the Liverpool jersey <laughs> and long hair. <laughs> Blow their minds, but like I get it. I, I remember rocking like this tiny little lacy Milan jerseys, little, little you know, that. little indie indie boy, you know. Because I'm like, yeah, well, they do blow their minds, you know. But I also but I, thought I hated seeing lads who were like, who I knew were raised being really good at football, and then they were rocking these tiny little, you know, GHD, uh, you know, you know, emo little quiffs and stuff like that. And I'm like, no. you can't have your fucking cake and eat it too. You have to go yeah. through what I did, being a little weirdo, listening to yeah. Nirvana, carrying a Nirvana CD in my bag, hoping a girl would ask me what's in my bag, <laughs> just in like case a girl casually- asked me what's in my bag. You're just casually looking at it, but you don't bring it up. Like, well, what's that? Like, hoping someone would be like, what's that you got there? Oh, this, oh, it's uh, just uh, Nirvana's second album there. I prefer it to the third, but, uh, you know, a lot of people like, a lot of people like, never mind, but not me, though. <laughs> yeah, my mate Warren, uh, he was, uh, he remember someone said, like, oh, I love your Nirvana hoodie. And he's like, yeah, name four songs. Like, like just straight away. <laughs> like, prove it. There's always this just, yeah. I'm it's, waiting uh, for someone that I'm, that's what my fear is I'm always waiting for someone to be like oh yeah and then someone's gonna quiz me on it or something you know <laughs> but uh, yeah but yeah so you got back in you got back in it then well look let's talk a little bit about I wanted to bring it on as well because um, I, I I talk about a lot your um, your stint as a, as a fucking wizard as a as a witch uh, as a Wiccan I believe. As, a, as a witch of the Wiccan faith um mm-hmm. and you know i've talked about the time that you know i uh, uh i did that i kind of hallucinated and then saw the the hedgehog who ate my sick and a cam came over me and i realized my spirit animal i don't what? you know this story i don't remember a hedgehog one no there was a time when um we were hey look we were just two lads hanging out all right we were just hanging out you know um you know getting up to all getting up to all sorts oh uh, here we go uh, here we go and i went out saying that because your mom would be listening um and then i needed to take get some air and i kind of felt like i pulled a white <laughs> and um and then i went outside um and this was after you we had done a wiccan spell uh on i asked you if you, you said that you'd found this in, I don't know, the fucking Malaeus Maleficarum or whatever Wiccan yeah. book you were reading, yeah. you'd seen this spell to find your spirit animal. And so you did yeah. this one on me and you said it would come to me in a dream. And then. No way. I don't remember this at all. Yeah. And then I've talked about this in the podcast loads of times. And then, you know, and then we were hanging out and I pulled a whitey and then I went outside to get sick. And as I got sick, uh, like I heard a little rustling in the bushes. And out from the bushes, coming towards my sick, right, was a little hedgehog. And I'd never seen a hedgehog. I'd never seen a hedgehog in real life. And it came over and started eating the sick. And then a calm, a calm totally enveloped my body. And I was totally relaxed in the presence of this kind of kindred spirit of the hedgehog. So a spell did work. I mean, I guess. (laughs) That's mad, though, that the the Wiccan spell actually would have worked then. I was going to say, see, you're confusing the two now. The Malaeus Maleficarum 
was um, I remember I was just saying a bit of Latin there the Malays Malificarum was for mm-hmm. seeing what you know was the kind of for the Wiccan trials the witch trials to see mm-hmm. what constituted as being a witch and how best to punish them yes exactly it purely got yes. it because there was an AFI song called Malays Malificarum they were like a goth punk mm-hmm. band that I was really into at the time and I seen it there when we used to go to the bookshop with dad uh, mm-hmm. every other weekend and I seen it there I was like oh it's like that's that book you know so I like (laughs) never read it once but I got a book uh, it was in like Waterstones it was called The Teen Spell Book Magic for Young (laughs) Witches and it was but it was all spells like befriend your weakness overcome shyness make your hair grow long visit (laughs) faraway lands and like I don't know what that could have possibly meant Uh, but there was one where it was like if you write it if you write this down uh, leave a pen and a pad on your on beside your bed, and if you think this or do that or whatever it is, um, it will send you a message or whatever. Like, didn't happen. Never, it never happened at all. Um, and I just, I was so into it. And I remember I said to, because I think I think you were talking about it recently, but like when the census came around and. I said to mum, I was like, put put Wiccan on there. Like, I'm I'm a Wiccan. Put Wiccan on there. And, mm-hmm. uh, and she's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, about a week or two later, I was like, where's that census? Because I, I was going to do it. And then she's like, mm-hmm. oh, I sent it back. I was like, what? What did you put on it? And she's like, I, I don't know, Catholic or. Um, and I was like, Mom, I told you I'm a Wiccan now. It's not going to be around for another four years. It's like, we're underrepresented as it is. Yeah, big time. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just, like, I was so into, like, paint my nails black and I'd wear eyeliner more around the house. I was a bit too shy to wear it in mm. public. Um, and holidays you did it in Barcelona yes I did and this and I was only I was only talking to Ashley our sister about this the other day like this is how understanding dad was because dad always wanted mm-hmm. us to have like a good time whatever we were doing and you know because Barcelona is known for all this like gothic architecture or whatever and he went to this mad famous church and I remember like in Barcelona people would be turning around and like looking at me and like he wouldn't care and all this sort of stuff mm-hmm. and then like I'd be looking I'd be in this church looking at all this stuff and he'd be he'd come up to me like now, isn't that gothic or what? <laughs> <laughs> so sweet. And I was like, yeah, like, shut up, Dad. Um, yeah. He's like, you don't get it. You just don't get it. Um, but I just remember. Even took pictures of you, like, even took pictures of you in the moonlight next to the and church. And I have, like, my, yeah, my yeah. fingers clasped, like. Mr. Burns' yeah, hands, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was so into it. Like, I was so into all that stuff. Like, I so identified with it. I, I loved him. Um, mm, I also loved him. I also listened to them regularly, and I'm, I'm and I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for those first three albums not to be incredible, but it just hasn't, it hasn't happened. happened. And the thing is, like, I listen. I will listen regularly to Bam Margera's him. If you're, uh, yeah, you know, to, if you broadly, broadly thinking about it. like the, he, you know, the him were the band that Bam Margera fell in love with. He had all the him tattoos. Mm-hmm. Him featured a lot in. Jackass and CKY videos. And I went to see him twice and I remember like, I remember the first time going, I think it was with you and the ambassador and Mm -hmm. a few other people and I remember just thinking like, I can't believe, do you ever have a band like that where it's like, I can't believe that we're going to see them tonight because it was so incredible. I was like, I don't know what what I'm going to do. Like I'm going to just explode out of my body. Um, it was the best gig I've ever because I loved every single detail yeah. of every band, every bit of stupid little patter. There was a bit where Vil, Vili Vallo had like someone threw like a sock 
and he and he picked it up and he's like, this song is called Sucks in Love with Us. <laughs> and, he, and he's like, I mean, he means death in love with us. <laughs> and, but then I remember I saw them again in the Olympia and it was like, Bam and Ryan and all were there. It was like they were filming Viva La Bam. And I remember mm. like it was actually shite because it was, they were just singing to them. They were up on one of the, yeah. one of the stands or whatever. And they were changing all the lyrics to put Bam's name in. And I was like, no, pay attention to I this. I hated it. You know, I yeah, like, I know. I, I hated like it. And then Bam all. jumped off. Yeah. Jumped off the fucking balcony onto people without warning them. It's very dangerous. Very um, dangerous. What a complete <laughs> asshole. But there was, there, there was bands. That, so like, I'll, I'll still listen to the pop punk. But like, it has to be, I have to have that like childhood memory banked. Because like I'll mm-hmm. I'll hear a song like this is an incredible listen to this riff oh this riff is everything mm. and it's like literally like you know like one two one two it'd be, it'd be nothing yeah, 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 and yeah. this is everything the feeling it gives me but whereas then like the next song called me shuffle from like two thousand and eight I'm like fucking shy and like it's purely <laughs> just because I hadn't I don't have twenty years of it in my head you yeah know? um but I'll still like even today like because I just like listening to rock songs that I know every word to you know what I mean mm. and that at one stage I thought like oh that's class um, you know like I'm very I have a very narrow sort of window for music that I'll actually listen to like I'll yeah. like I'd have pop punk I'd like emo can kind of sometimes make me cringe now a bit more like pop punk never makes me cringe whereas if it's yeah. a little too emo like I'll sort of be my adult brain and be like oh, that is a little whiny actually um, I don't know I remember listening to Dashboard and being like no but like just listen to what he's I saying tell you like, what, though, the, have you ever loved anyone that the much the lyrics were so smart they were so clever mm. and I remember we went, went to see Taken Back Sunday and um, your man he was doing all this mad shit were you at that like he was doing all this mad shit with the mic where he'd like oh he'd yeah fling the mic up it would be a wired mic he'd fling it up about 20 feet in the air like catch it around his neck and like wrap yeah. the string around and then fling it back with his neck and catch it and <laughs> just in time for the chorus I'm like oh yeah. it was incredible I just couldn't get I couldn't get enough of it so there was loads of times like that where I just remember thinking like like at the time like if I wasn't a standing gig like forget about it I don't want to go if it's not if I'm not standing yeah. whereas now if anything I'd be the opposite like oh there's only standing available like I'm not going to that <laughs> As far away from to, the stage as you can. We went to Edge here and, and I was on the way. I was like, oh shit. Oh, by the way, this is standing. And she was like, what the f-? Like, she, her, her, she tried to act like she was still excited. I mean, it was a great gig. But, I actually um, like it. Not to say that that's what my, entirely what my musical tastes are now. But you can't deny a talent like that. Like, that's the thing. He is a little emo. That's what it is. Like, he's just, a you know, all those songs could have easily been in a pop punk band and he could have yeah. made that the best fucking pop punk band going. I'll, but he chose to just do it himself. I'll hear songs even from like my daughter's like, you know, shows or theme songs from shows that my daughter watches. I'm like, if that was just replaced with a guitar, like this would be an absolutely banging mm. pop punk song. You know, like it's those same chords that they use in all of them. Like it just, I just feel like everything sort of translates to that. Um but yeah. how how did how did the 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 would, would American Pie have been the kind of stemming of 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 rock music of pop no, punk? Actually, Is that how? Actually, you were because I remember you got Enema of the State by Blink oh, One Eighty Two, yeah. and you got Alien Ant Farms album, 
and mm-hmm. I remember thinking and like he had a few other ones like but I, I never really got into as much like Weezer and that sort of stuff Americana was one of my first which yeah. took you a while to come around to which is now like I just think what a classic um, mm-hmm. but like so it was around that time and I remember thinking like oh that's really good I remember being a little bit jealous because the song Mutt on Enema of the State was in American Pie and I was like, oh, yeah. like that was your band and so mm-hmm. I remember I got like I got the Bloodhound Gang's Hooray for Boobies and I remember thinking like yes yeah. this is good like I'm into this and then I just remember Papa Roach when, when Last Resort <laughs> came out and I got the album and I was obsessed with it for like I was so annoyed you you snuck in there. I don't think Last Resort was out for even a week before it was Andy's band. There was a poster of Papa Roach. You hoodie. wanted to get those fucking Adidas fucking shell toe shoes. <laughs> yeah. All that shit. So it kind of started with, with that sort of stuff. But it, a lot of it was like Napster and you'd download like that Limp Bizkit song, Take a Look Around, you know, yeah. and all that sort of stuff. And it just kind of started from there. And I just remember like... A lot of people in my in in school, you were either metal or you were punk. But like you, but you weren't punk. You were like you know pop punk, or I was anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was always like a little divide between that. So I just leaned in extra heavy on that because I'm like, well, this is you know this isn't too too much for me. Um, mm. But like, but then eventually you, you, get, you just sorry you just saying that thing about <laughs> Napster <laughs> and just downloading a song that filled me with just with such delight. Even just thinking about sitting at a computer. And mom being annoyed because she can't use the phone because we have to be on for an hour to try and download one song. For some reason, just that level of discovery, even though we have everything, I can watch Avatar in HD on my phone right now and the battery won't waste. I can watch the whole thing probably on 20% battery. But and, and like I can do anything. Like this is an Ethernet connected PC that I'm speaking to you on. You yeah. know, I'm downloading Microsoft Flight Simulator as we're speaking what? on Xbox Game Pass. It's just going to be there, just there on the side. But uh, but like but the idea of just the discovery and just the just what is this song going to be? Is this song going to be any good? Just filled yeah. me with such delight. But it wasn't. It was, like it couldn't have been that good. It was just as, as good as I'm painting it from in my in my head. Well, it was just because you just you'd latch onto something that like that's ours that's mine now this is my thing mm. and this is what i'm all about now like i remember like every time i'd every time i'd start school in september i'm like this is the new me and, you know every, every <laughs> time i'm like well like the andy you knew is gone and like by by yeah. lunchtime i'd have forgotten all about it and i'm just back to exactly how i was <laughs> you, know? you got your new pepsi pencil case yeah. this is kind of my vibe now yeah. this this friend's pencil case wait is kind of my vibe wait now. until they see the band that i've got tip x on the front of my bag <laughs> Yeah, you know. <laughs> your new bag. Yeah, my brand looks new so bag out of place. That my man bought yeah. for me. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so that was thing. You just it was just like that's mine, and then mm. and then it got to like then rap was a thing for a while, which was like strictly West Coast. Like I couldn't possibly strictly West Coast. Whereas now I again, be this is the kind way. of like I know the East Coast kind of had better. I don't know, smarter. It was just less, uh, less Jerry Springer. You it know, was f- I was just, we were just, uh, we were just attracted to you know the most salacious. You know, yeah, be- that's why we weren't, we weren't WCW. We were WWF. Not that also we couldn't get WCW. Yeah, but you know, I, 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 I kind of look back on that time in between, like you know, 
98 to like 2001 kind of pre 9-11 times <laughs> when everything was just like this is the hot like I, I thought the things that were making my personality were like okay I have a smorgasbord of things and I'm selecting WWE and I'm selecting Gangster Rap yeah. and I'm selecting the soundtrack from Mission Impossible or American yeah. Pie and those are just the th- hey I'm an original guy these are just the things that I like <laughs> these are the things with millions pumped into their pure sexuality and violence yeah. and like the most salacious lyrics like it is so unoriginal but it's still so defining it's insane and I remember I remember saying when we were chatting to dad about System of a Down or something and he was like do you think that they're not you know making it so appealing to people to, to kids like you and we were like they're not doing that that you like he, he just <laughs> doesn't understand but I remember it like with, with yeah. things like that like because you'd get into like like when I was in my early teens it would be rap because I guess growing up it's like you want to portray yourself as like you know you're the hardest like not mm-hmm. not that either of us were any, anyway close but no. like that that was your currency you know it was yeah it was like it's like can I appear hard and cool and you know so the west coast stuff was all like you know hit him up and all this sort of stuff where it was like also years after the beef had been quashed yeah. and we we're still like west coast like again these people most of them were dead yeah. don't care about you <laughs> living in fucking marino yeah some 15 year old irish white boys are, are yeah. no, this is life um <laughs> But I remember you having a go at me when I got like that FUBU jacket from TK Maxx and you were like, only black lads are wear that. Yeah. Are wear that. It's for us, by us. And I'm like, I don't know. It's a nice denim jacket. And that's only because someone in school said that to me and I didn't know. So I was I was passing that off to yeah, you. Yeah. Like, God, you're such an agent. <laughs> like, but like we would be like me and my friend Cash, would, which is, you know, out of context, a great name. But we would be just mm-hmm. writing like we'd, pa- we'd pass this notepad back and forth of like, to the beat of whatever the song is and we would write our own gangster lyrics and then I'd pass it on to him he'd write the next verse and he'd let me pass it back to each other it was just like it's so stupid when you think about it but it's great but it was so yeah because like you know around that time is when you're you know music is really what you did like I never understand I can't understand I remember when, when we'd get asked people like well what sort of music are you into like oh I don't really listen to music like sorry like you don't yeah, listen to yeah. music full stop. Like, what do you mean? What do you do then? Who are you? You just do walking around looking at shit. What do you do? You're just you're just you being you and enjoying life. Like what? what? <laughs> you know? But uh, but you- but like that's also like what I mean. So like you you passing those kind of lyrics around. I remember me and my friend Lorcan Lorcan Clancy we used to like pass one panel of a comic. And we'd make a comic by the end of class, pass it back and forth. But like it was always just copying and completely referencing other comics that we liked or a a verbatim episode of The O.C. with one word (laughs) changed, you know. But like I think that's just kind of what creativity is, is just at at that early stage, just pure kind of mimicry, just, you know just wanting to completely copy and you get it wrong and somehow that looks good and that's your own style because yeah. you got it you can't do it as well as they do yeah. you know and you're all too young or too stupid to realize that like you, that's exactly <laughs> what you're doing you're literally exactly. copying it it's like wow I can, I can actually do this you know like like remember I wrote, I wrote a script it was like Clerks but it took place in a in a Star Wars queue for episode one I remember Line Wars I remember I that and I remember I remember actually being blown away by there was a part in that I still remember it where um, it was like 
Oh, what was it like there was a girl talking to a guy I guess it would have been you in this character mm-hmm. and it was yeah like, me being a smug version of me it was like it was something to do with like do you have protection or something like that and he said yeah. something it's like what about Trojan as in like and then you confusing <laughs> yeah. that with a comic book character you know it's like or was something like that and yeah. I remember thinking like that's really smart like that's that's really good <laughs> and I remember I remember like you know because I remember just growing up and like not to constantly just harp back to, to it was growing up but it was I just remember that's all I want to talk about right. but I just remember think, thinking that like like, and not to kiss your ass too much on your own, yes. on your own podcast but I remember just thinking like and, I, and I'd say it to people I'm like and like he's the funniest person I've ever I've ever known <laughs> it, would be, it would be and I, I remember like it used to really annoy me when you'd get the laugh in the house and I wouldn't but oh he's too young to know you yeah know, like, I'm the baby he doesn't know what he's saying like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not funny but like you would have these little like like even even with your eyes, like I remember you'd have this little look. I don't, I don't know if it'll if it'll translate on audio, but like mm. it'd be this double take where you'd look, you'd look away, and then you'd look back and frown. And it was just like <laughs> it's so simple and stupid. I remember cracking up, or you'd have this bit where that person who responds by blinking slowly, it's like really, and then the other person just <laughs> slowly closes their eyes and opens them. <laughs> yeah, the smug, the smug blink. I just yeah. remember thinking like that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, but that's kind of why I felt like. But you as well. Like I mean, I think I think that's why. Come on. No, you, I'm sure you you probably have it with with um with Kerry where you probably have a thing where like you might half start a sentence without giving any context to it, and then Kerry knows exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, you know, or vice versa, because you're kind of like your thoughts are taking the nat- the same kind of beats to the third. Yeah, you know, and then you just say this thing out loud. It's like that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, you know, very. And but, it, it's funny that where you live with someone for so long that like you know exactly what the next thing they're going to say, even if you both yeah. haven't been talking about it all. I was like, I know that's going to trigger that frequency in her brain, and she's going to yeah. say this to me now. Like I remember there was, I think I said it to you recently, but. But it actually happened again last week where like we were watching something. It was like an animated thing we were watching with Joni and like she someone was talking and she looked at me and sort of frowned and I was like, It's not Sarah Silverman. As in, you know like, <laughs> or we went to see or we went to see Sonic Sonic Two there with with Joni uh last week or the week before and Knuckles is uh, voiced by Big, Big Driss. Driss, of course. And mm-hmm. uh, Idris Elba. And I remember like she she looked at me and kinda of squinted and I just sort of like nodded smugly like as in like <laughs> like that's her asking is that Idris Elba I'm like you know that's Idris Elba like without any words yeah, being yeah. spoken so I just love that where you can just tune in to someone's frequency like that but I feel like we had that for like sense of humour things that I couldn't even verbalise I remember remember that time we were having breakfast and dad was all like he was like putting putting like breakfast meats on our plate and he was like pudding toe bacon toe and we both <laughs> laughed our asses off just and I couldn't describe why that was funny but we both laughed so hard at exactly just just the, the tonality of that pudding toe bacon toe yeah. it was like two questions in such quick succession completely different tones yeah. and for some reason that tickled both of us so, so hard funny. he actually thought he was actually annoyed at us because we thought we were taking we were yeah. taking the piss out of him what, and it? I couldn't describe <laughs> what it would be, yeah. be a similar thing where you'd, you'd have all this classical music lying around and like there was a CD lying around Debussy and I was remember I just I looked at it and I said to, I said to you I was like hey you like Debussy man you're like I love Debussy <laughs> <laughs> just like that so yeah it's great but yeah. um but yeah so anyway i don't know what what got us onto that but rap was i th- th- the mm. last thing i'll say about that was i just remember snoop dogg was like my guy i remember at the time i remember actually being a yep. little scared like my first album was no limit top dog 
that was a scary one to get into. That's yeah, when that's he was all, like dark, just like. just fresh of death row. And I remember I got it because I remember I seen on the back there was a song featuring Dr. Dre called Just Dippin'. And I remember thinking that was still oh, that must be that still DRE song that I heard. And then mm. I remember and I remember it putting on I was like, Oh, that's not it, but like it's still pretty good. And then I seen the video for still DRE and I seen what Snoop Dogg looked like. I remember thinking like, oh, like I remember thinking like, like he's he's quite a, he's a scary looking dude at the time. Yeah, no, he is a scary dude. And then especially you read about what happened and you know yeah. he killed a guy and murder was the case and everything, you know. Yeah. I read his I remember yeah, he did. You used to tell me all, like, drop all these little tidbits just listening to a track. But he's actually referencing, uh, you know, this. He's actually referencing a Sherm High. And these lads have known to be able to pull the car off, a do- you know, the door off a oh, car. They're so fucking. Fuck. You know, when they say 187, that's actually uh, homicide. That's police lingo. And, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, uh, like that was fun as well. Learning what, like, oh, when he says LBC, that means this. When he says OG, that Long means Beach. this. And CPT and. To mm-hmm. you know, two one street and all this sort of stuff, like so stupid. Like, but I remember, like, but that's why I find because because I know that because you've told me that when I saw that Justy were like doing this whole, you know, you know, you know, order like a G, and I'm like, you know, some of these lads are done for rape. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. Some of these lads are like proper, like they kill that's people. Cool. You know. You know, and the way they talk about <laughs> they talk about women, then he's just like, hey, order fucking yeah. the spice bag, bro. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, I remember though, like with Dad saying about like System of a Down. Um, like I, I remember, I I really he brought me into HMV. He was like, "All right, pick a, pick a CD." And I wanted to get like Rage Against the Machine. And of course, it has like the cover as a mul- as a monk, you know, self immolating yeah. on fire, you know. I remember. And then he's like, "No, no." I'm, and he, one of the only times he was like, "No, no, I'm not getting you that." There's a you know. So I remember that. Um, and then and then he and he was like, "All right, pick something else." And I was like, "All right, I may as well get Limp Bizkit's second album or third album, Chocolate Starfish." Yeah. And we were listening to it in the car on the way home. It's a fucked up world in a fucked up place. <laughs> Every one of them's in a fucked up face. If I say fuck two more times, that's forty six fucks in this fucked up rhyme. <laughs> and he's like, well, "What am I doing?" <laughs> Just because, like, all right, a bunch of starfish, whatever. Yeah. All right, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I remember that there was that time I listened to it in the car, and then there was also you know uh, the Bloodhound Gang, the the first one. I hope you die. Yeah, from uh, Hooray for Boobies. I was just you know. so happy when we were playing that. I just remember thinking like, oh, this is this is cool. This is like mm. I finally have my thing. Tony's not getting in first on this one. This is <laughs> this is my thing. Um, but yeah, I'd still like I'd still listen to all of that now. You know, the majority mm. of it. Like I, you know, I'd listen to maybe Kendrick Lamar now. That'd be the only thing. New album's fucking class, by the way. Is it yeah. okay? Yeah, but you have to listen to it like <laughs> seven times. To, there's so much going on. But like, if someone told me that, I would be like, "Well, I'm not listening to that. That sounds terrible. I want to enjoy <laughs> it once." Uh, but I, how did you get back into rap? Because I, you know. Well, I suppose I've I've stopped I stopped listening to rap when when you moved out. <laughs> like I haven't listened to rap in twenty years. Like you know, I just kept hearing uh, that Kendrick Lamar was great, mm. and that's really. I mean, I got when I started doing jujitsu, um, in in our club. Shout out to Aaron Kell Jujitsu. Um, shout out that uh, they would they would play like they played that Post Malone album all the time. Like that first one, Stony. Mm. And I remember I just associated it with the good feeling of jujitsu, and I was like, mm. I was like, oh, I remember this was the time where I passed the guard, or this was the time where I yeah. got my first submit. And I remember like, like the lyrics of something about the, the there's something about the beat of rap songs now where it's that sort of like, 
I can't mm. like I can't emulate it at all. But I just remember the trap. Yeah, kind of like that sort of trap beat that that's on everything now. And I just remember thinking like I just want to hear everything with that beat in it now. So mm. I'd get into some stuff and other stuff not. Um, but then I remember like people kept talking about Kendrick Lamar and I kind of thought like again it took me a while to get into it but I kind of find that stuff I like immediately I like it wears off quick whereas stuff that takes me a while to get into stays with me a lot more and I remember you you saying something actually recently on your pod about like that's because your brain is like oh this is new and unfamiliar I don't know like like that's literally your your brain expanding to new mm. horizons and I remember thinking that's actually a really good point like because I at the start you'd be like mm, I'm not sure about this but yet I want to listen again uh, you know I know that was me with, with like multiple Weezer albums and you know even with Beatles albums like I remember listening to Revolver I'm like nah I don't know about this <laughs> <laughs> you know but like but like and I've always kind of I've always used that example because I think we used to talk about that, you know, because the things that kind of kind of wear you down and you just love and you can't, you know, yeah. you, you just you, you feel like it has changed you. I feel like that's always been a thing. That's why I've I've never been on Tinder or Bumble or anything like that. I just narrowly escaped the the dating app yeah, as as a popular trend. But um, I, that's what I hated about the idea of a Tinder thing because I'm like, oh no, you have to give it like a chance. Like you have to. My favorite albums, I was like, you know, don't know about this. It just rubbed me up the wrong way. I liked exactly how I was and how it was, yeah. you know. And then just on a third date or a third meeting, you're like something clicks, and you're like, oh, hang on now, this is, yeah. you know, actually, yeah, it's like actually, this is this is absolutely amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of that with with uh, that sort of stuff, but uh, yeah, I just remember particularly with with the new route. I mean, most of it's shite. It's just because there's more of it, so there's more mm. shite that you have to wade through. Um, but again, I'm not the authority on rap at all. Like, sure. Like I, like I cringe now. I was, I was listening back to a song. I was just, I was just, I had songs on my shuffle today. And I remember I did a podcast with uh, Terry on our Patreon of like top five current rap songs. And there was nothing that there, I realized <laughs> afterwards. I was like, there was one, I don't know what I'm talking about. And two, there was like nothing from the last 10 years on it. Like, mm. I still think, you know, like that's how I kind of know I'm getting old because I'll hear a song like Call Me Maybe not to do rap at all but I, I'll mm-hmm. think like oh that's a modern pop song and then like no people who are old, who are adults now remember that as like oh so that's a bit of nostalgia from when they were a kid yeah. like, what that was just like five years ago <laughs> no. it's not at all it was like 15 yeah um, that 10 year gap has been insane the last 10 years especially when you look back at music I remember like you know if, it was probably 10 years ago now but it was like seven years ago the strokes was like you know this is it came out 10 years ago and i was like what yeah that seems like now that does seem like a 25 year old uh <laughs> i tell you what though year, year old album. their new one or the last one is fucking brilliant the strokes the new abnormal yeah i kept meaning to talk mm. to you about it it's so it, there's not a bad song on it it's and, and like i was never strokes again that was that was your thing um mm. But I, I I came across one or two songs on a shuffle and like it's I would highly recommend it's it's very very good. I might I might give it a lash. You won't. I've not been I've no, I won't. No, I might. I have a thing where me and Terry listen to like an album over dinner. Oh, um, so just so we get more albums into us, you know. I, so I've been going through like Pitchfork's classic eighties albums and listening to like early electro and disco stuff well i do like think the full albums i do think that is the way to get into music like that's the way i would do it now if i'm listening to something i like i think 
to consume an album to death and then move on to the next one. You know what I mean? Because it's all very playlisty now and it's, mm. you know, you'll get a song from here and a song from there. And, and but I think if you if you can sit, if you can sit with an album and stew on it for a few weeks and then you're like, OK, like because I remember that was like I got back into the Arctic Monkeys recently because I loved their latest album. Um, and I just wore it to death and I just remember thinking like well there has to be more like I stopped listening in 2007 um, mm. after their first two it's like there has to be more and then find all this other amazing stuff so like I think that's mm. kind of the way to do it it is, it is one of those kind of beautiful I think I talked to you about this before like that there is you kind of it's almost a religious experience when you find out something like, you know, no, I didn't listen to it, but even when you said um, I was in the right headspace, <laughs> but something like, you know, Ville Valo from him yeah. doing like, you know, instrumental orchestral Eurovision bangers. Yeah. Like when you find out that something is just a beautiful Venn diagram of all the things you love, you know, yeah. or you find out like, you know, I don't know. That there's, you know, a vampire movie with Bill Paxton where they're all like cowboy <laughs> vampires from like 1980. You know, you just find something like that at near dark and you're like, what? That didn't exist. Yeah. I remember when people told me that David Fincher had a movie called The Game with Michael Douglas that was like, you know, I think after seven and like before Fight Club. And I'm like, what? You're lying. I would have heard about that. And they're like, no, seriously. But you know, sometimes you have these kind of blind spots. Yeah. And you just kind of find out about them. I'm having that at the moment with. A, re- a rejuvenated love of uh, comics. I'm reading everything now oh, on Marvel Unlimited on, on my tablet. And these stories, like all these incredible stories that it's just this beautiful treasure trove that I had no idea was sitting there, like the perfect yeah. thing for you. That's just there in the past. You can just grab it whenever you want. There's nothing, I don't think, there's few things more exciting than when you find like a really good rabbit hole and you're like, I was mm. like, oh, that's class. What's that? And like, oh my God, that's brilliant as well. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, I remember that with like the Beatles or with the Beach Boys when I got into like all this sort of old 60s uh, rock mm. and all I just remember like what a rewarding journey this is when I was going mm-hmm. through like you'd find you'd find pet sounds like oh that's great and then you'd learn all about smile and you're getting like a little history lesson into you know what went what went on there why did he go crazy and why didn't it get mm. finished and then it did get finished and then listen to it like yeah. oh it's fucking class you know but that's kind of our Owlad World War 2 documentary thing yeah you know but like there's just there's so many people who just sit there watching World War Two documentaries and they're like awful, awful, <laughs> you know. Like, but like we're getting that stimulating thing of like the, all the information that I want about the thing that exactly I want to know about. But I also like enjoy like enjoy what it produced. Yeah. You know? But you know? but I kind of find with a lot of things like I'm always even at even at the age I'm at now of like 36 that I'll still be like kind of like I was when I was a kid of like well this is well this is me now. I remember like mm. you you gave me a, a MIDI keyboard uh, a while ago and because mm-hmm. I'm I, 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 I like listen to like lo-fi beats and stuff like that <clears throat> and I remember thinking like I'm gonna, I'm gonna your background is a lo-fi yeah look at Tokyo looking cafe I just love the aesthetic of it all I love all mm. that and uh, and I found <laughs> and, I, and so I got into that but then when you gave me this MIDI keyboard I was like brilliant and I remember saying to Kerry once I was like I'm probably going to stay up uh, tonight and, uh, you know, after after you go to bed. And I was, she was like, why? And I was like, I'm going to make lo-fi beats. <laughs> and she was... <laughs> And she was like, lo-fi beats. She's like, yeah. she's like, I can't keep up with you. Like, you know? And I was like, it's like, if you can't accept me for who I am, this is who I am. And like every time, and I, like it's like a running joke in the house where like whatever the new thing is this week, 
and I'll say it and she'll be like that's like, why would you do that and I'll always play this I'll, I'll always pretend to be this like fictitious situation where I, I, there's like loads of news reporters around it's like Mr. Mister Cantwell did you get any help on your way to the top and I'll, and I'll reply <laughs> all mad distorted into the mic no I did not <laughs> and drop the mic and it's been a running joke for 15 years whenever she <laughs> whenever she rightly says what are you talking about sure you know no absolutely I remember because you know I know exactly what that is being like no this is exactly what it is and I guess this is it forever you know like I remember like in my early 20s my my ex-girlfriend and like I didn't know what I wanted to do with my job and like I was always it was always a new thing but no that's what I'm going to do and then I remember I said one time I was like do you know what I actually think I want to be a phyllo pastry chef and she looked like she looked like she was going to cry because <laughs> her face just dropping just you need to stop <laughs> you need to just stop this but I remember like but the one thing that you did do I remember and I'm still like kind of in awe of it was like yeah when, it's more of this <laughs> all right when you're when your first video when your first few videos blew up um <clears throat> and it was kind of like you were working sales and then I remember thinking like, oh, class, you can do sales from home when you did it. And then you weren't really enjoying that. And then you just said, you know, I'm just going to give it a go. And you stopped with the mm. with the sales job. And I remember asking you when we were, we went to see Limmy and we were trying to find our car uh, in the airport in Dublin on the yeah. way back. And I remember saying to you, like, I was like, um, would you make, like, again, you can edit this if you don't want it in. But I remember saying no, to you, no. I was like, and do you make as much money now as you made, like, you know, when you're doing sales? And you were like, oh, no, <laughs> like, not at all. And I remember thinking, like, <laughs> yeah. wow, that's ballsy. Like, you know, th- like, this was in, like, the really early days. And I was like, wow. Yeah. You know, like, it takes such guts to actually p- take the plunge like that. So, like, that's that's one time where I think it did pay off. No, yeah. Well, I suppose it, well, I suppose that was the thing. I remember listing back, um, I did this like FM one oh four like late night radio thing. First radio thing I did with Rob O'Hanrahan Rahan from um now uh reporter on Virgin Media. Um and he was like kind of like chatting to me about it and chatting about like the plume video and like I like, actually I think I come across like I'm on gack. Like I think I'm just I'm real like Conor McGregor being like, This is my truth, this is my calling. Like, well, like but like I think I say this is my truth. This is my truth. Like this is my truth. But that's what I that's entirely what I was feeling, just totally inspired just yeah. that every every day I'm doing it. Like every day like that I'm I'm in it now, like you know. Yeah. Well like um, yeah, I also have to get to that stage where like I don't care sometimes if something sounds cringe or, you know, yeah. something like that where it's like I'm just I'm just kinda rolling with it, you know. But like was there a point where you kinda thought, you know, I'm actually gonna give this a go. Like do you remember a specific point or was it just that the sales thing wasn't working out and you didn't want to get a different job? No, it was just it was it was actually because they um they fired there was the most amazing thing that ever happened in that <laughs> I tried to leave the I tried to leave the business and I said I'm moving back to Dublin and then they said okay and I had a going away party. There was even a marching band that were all wearing Tony masks. It was a big blowout. You love that. Typical start startup money. Oh my God. <laughs> like everyone else would be like shy. I was standing up like yes you know like more feeder <laughs> you know um, like you you're not and, wearing the mask. Put it on someone's yeah, got it on top yeah, of their head. Yeah. Put it on <laughs> <laughs> So it was really fun and it was a really fun office and I was sad to see everyone go and then as as I was like like the last day my my director was like look um they're looking to set up an irish office if you'd be willing to just work remotely for a few months you know we'd like you to spearhead that and i was like perfect yeah let's do that 
So then I was working remotely. That wasn't working out very well. I'm, I need people on me, like for something, especially for something I don't want to do. Same. So, you know, I need regular check-ins. And then they were like, look, this isn't working out. Um, so we actually have to, we actually have to pay you a redundancy. <laughs> <laughs> and we need to buy all your stock back that you bought. So I would quit and then they held, and then I stayed with them. And because I stayed with them, then they actually had to give me redundancy. And they right. had to like give me like three months wages. So because I had three months wages as a kind of, as a, as a cushion, yeah. I was like, that. that's kind of what, gave, that's also when I was in my, this is my truth, this is my calling, this is, <laughs> you know, you know, just got to thank the Lord kind uh, of equivalent, you know, thank the universe, you know, being, you know, you're hyper-religious yeah. for like a week, but it's the universe. Going all like Will Smith before he, before he went all slappy, where it's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, if you say you're going to do this, the universe going to get out your way, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, and all this sort of stuff. Uh, but yeah, we need to talk about that for a second because that that broke my heart. Oh, but I can't, that, that yeah. was kind of that that was kind of though the thing where I was like, I was kind of like, this is a sign, or if there is ever any sign, yeah, the fact that I wanted to quit and now they've paid me, then then I have to take this, you know, yeah, um, but and also kinda... a very very supportive wife who said that she would and then did support me for you know picked up the slack for yeah that's probably great. a good year. That's brilliant. I find since starting making these silly TikTok videos that like, because like the difference with you was that you were already making really funny videos and then one of them caught on. Whereas mm -hmm. like when I posted my commentary thing on TikTok, like I had nine followers and I just thought, I remember I checked it like, and I thought like if you and like John Carroll, like comedian friend, yeah. liked it, then I was like, great, like that'd be, that'd be brilliant. Cause I remember I, I put it on TikTok cause I was like, ah, no one will see it there. And then I remember thinking, I checked it like two hours later. I was like, fucking hell, a hundred likes. I was like, that's crazy. Mm. I've got like 70 followers now. And then it just like sort of blew up from there. But since then, I feel like it's almost, it's like cocaine. Like I just yeah. have, like, yeah. I feel like I just yeah. have to keep feeding it now, you know, but like, it's great. It's like, but mm. it's kind of, I imagine that's kind of what someone who is an entertainer or content creator um, <laughs> has, like, how do you fight that feeling all the time? You know what I mean? Like, or do you get that anymore? Yeah, oh, you definitely get it. But like now it's kind of, you know, now because I've I've kind of pivoted away a little bit from, from the videos and it's not, I haven't like retired anything, you know, I I, yeah, yeah. I still think that I'll bring the Dublin Frenchman back and the yeah, Maz Mate back and probably yeah. Plune again, you definitely. know, and the Irish Homer. Like I want, uh, these are all kind of like just parked, but I just kind of feel like, um, I felt like a podcast was a was a better use of the bucket of ideas, even though the podcast isn't exactly how I wanted. I I kind of viewed the podcast being this kind of like this is the show, and all the characters can come to the show, and that part of the podcast hasn't even come to the you know come yeah. to fruition yet. You know, yeah, I still yeah, feel yeah. like I'm in the infancy of figuring out even how to do this podcast, and luckily there's still an audience for it. So I but but because you know, the podcast is different and I just, of course, see the, the view, you know, the, the listens, but I don't see the comments. So that's kind of pivoted. And so now any video is just a bonus, but my, yeah. my, my heart isn't totally dependent on it. You but know, what's great about that is I think, <clears throat> again, not to be kissing your ass too much. On yeah, this thing, it's more, more, more. But, <laughs> but the funniest thing about the podcast for me is like, it's the little in between moments, you know what I mean? It's because now you've got like a following of people who are who just like you for you and get your humor. <laughs> and it's not based on like, does that skit make me laugh? No. You know, it's kind of like, mm. oh, he's funny. And I think like it's the like the little bits like, you know, like 
I can't think off the top of my head, but like, you know, little bits where you'd be like, so come here to me. Um, you know, like that's the sort of shit that I'd be cracking up laughing at. It's all the little filler in between bits that I think. And I think that's probably what a lot of people like as well. So I think you've kind of struck gold there because you've kind of, you know, again, not to, again, not to kiss your ass too much, but like yeah. kind of like this, like Limmy thing of like people are people who like Limmy very funny Scottish um, comedian but like he's not even a comedian anymore he's just himself and people just like to see and hear him and I kind of think you've got like a version of that sort of going on oh I'd love I don't I don't think so but I would I would love that because I think with Limmy he just has I just I've already bought in yeah it would it would it would have to be a series of like a long series of offensive remarks or something like that yeah. for me to kind of go for me to kind of go off it but something on what you were saying of thinking that you're you know certainly maybe in this medium these videos are in their, their you know infancy but mm. you've got hundreds of podcasts with terry where you've been trying to make him laugh every single time yeah. you've also just been like there's also like this is what i think go doesn't get noticed enough like I did those uh, those commentaries with uh, Kevin McGarren and and Shane Daniel Byrne. There, we were talking over Dirty Dancing, yeah. and we were just buzzing afterwards because we were like, the muscles that we we used to chat shit over a film are not the same muscles that you use for stand up. You know, they're not right. the same kind of theatrical muscles. They're, they're the kind of muscles that you pull, you hung over, you know, staying over in your mate's gaff watching TV, just shouting over ITV. Like they're yeah. they're all the they're all that you've put in. You put in those reps in a kitchen, and you put in those reps yeah. in like you know in the sitting room or you know just like whispering under like in an actual cinema whispering to a mate in a kind of an empty theater like all those were skills those were skills but you didn't always have the best medium in which to give them you know you didn't have the and or even you or even in class and kind of muttering under your breath like these are all the kind of skills and all the faces that you pull even on your tiktok videos are all reps that you've put in but we're not maybe appreciated for what they were because the platform wasn't there to make it that's what i find so exciting about different platforms like TikTok and weird alternative comedy things like chat and shite over a movie or like a dream gun or something like that. All things that kind of pull from different comedy muscles that you didn't think would ever get a stage, you know? That's the thing. But I think, I think there's so many, so many of our friends are so funny, Mm. you know, they just might not want to do a podcast or to put, put it out there or they mightn't have thought to do it or anything like that. But I feel like you just kind of grow up. I don't know if it's an Irish thing or, or anything like that, but I think it's just, you just grow up and you're just constantly trying, particularly, I think from about maybe from like fifth year onwards in school to up to present day, like you're just mm. trying to get a laugh all the time, yeah. you know, or at least, or at least we were anyway. Um, yeah. And I, so I just kind of think like, okay, that like, you know, you just learn as a kid almost that like, you're 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 flexing them in school every day you're you know mm-hmm. if something happens or how to sort of if you're getting if you're getting like slagged in a group how do you how do i push that off me and and push yeah. it on, you know like all these little things i think all sort of just add up but um it's but it's mad the difference in the platforms because like tiktok like the stuff that that I'm, i've started to put out on tiktok literally in the last two weeks i never had an intention mm-hmm. of making one video um but like on TikTok, they're just it's it's gone mental, and then like mm-hmm. you know like it it gets it it does get like you know people like it on I put it on Twitter and Instagram and stuff, but like the it's because like I don't know what it is like the platform the algorithm whatever it is it just puts it right in front of people and it's like mm-hmm. yeah that's funny and you know and it just it's it's just mad the way different different sort of humor works on different platforms you know what I mean yeah. 
But uh, no, it is weird because it's kind of like on another platform you would have to kind of stop and choose to stay and sit. But just what we with your TikToks, it's like everything is there in the first frame. I see the football match and I want to watch it. I see exactly yeah. within the one sentence what the setup is. Yeah, yeah. Which is so. I remember that Aaron McGathy was telling me that um, that like the funniest sketches. Like I think who does it? She gave an example of a, of a comedy troupe that do it. Um, like if you can actually say the name of the sketch, you know, like like the dead parrot sketch, or like you know this, you know, or like. Um, Two waiters who are revolted by the food, you know, and yeah. there was like a Steve Carell and Stephen Colbert like doing that, and then everything they're doing to reading the menu and they're getting sick. But like, if you can just see upfront exactly what you're expecting while being intrigued, that's why it's, it's it is literally perfect for you and that medium. And what I love seeing, and I know you've been very <laughs> supportive of seeing comments, like nice comments for my videos and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> when I see people saying like, you know, and I can tell they're English as well. I can tell that they're like English yeah. and they don't know you're Irish. I and they're know. like, mate. And somehow that's like a kind of like, not that it's like better or something, but it's like someone's foreign or overseas, know. you know? And it's like, mate, keep this shit up, you know? I know. Or like, it's you know, so nice. mate, oh, you're really, you're really onto something here. Yeah. I've seen that like, so many times, was, but you're so right because it's such a it's such a spark to see something brand new like that. Uh, it's, it's funny because I I almost feel kind of like not guilty, but it feels like, and it's not that necessary that it's easy. I mean, but I, it kind of feels sometimes like it is. I kind of feel like is this is this a cheap is this a cheap uh, sort of gag? You know what I mean? But like, but then I just but then I just enjoy doing it so much that I just stop thinking about it. Like I remember. The f- when I when I, I put up the first one and the first one um you know did really well and but the second one I was so nervous because I'm like well that's just gonna be a one off and be like yeah. all right mate enough and I remember the second one then did great and I remember I was driving home I, I remember like it was last week mm. but I was mm. like I was driving home and I remember like Fallout Boy you know that song this ain't a scene yeah and I'm thinking like Jesus I never realized how much this song. Bangs, and, like, <laughs> and I was and I was driving and I was listening to it and I'm laughing and like just thinking yeah. about the whole thing. I'm like, ha, like, and I'm like fucking mad, you know, just thinking yeah. about the last three three days. And I just love those moments like that where I'm like, ah, oh, mm. like what what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah. Um. But but like I I I think I'd like to eventually do try and do like the odd sketch or two as well because I mm. kind of feel like since since that's happened, it's kind of. I feel like something like it's kind of opened up a little thing like oh maybe I could actually do that and where I would have thought no mm-hmm. no 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 you know so I kind of think maybe down the line I'll you know I have I like one or two things popped into my head and like oh that might be funny you know mm. so but like that's, well, that's the whole thing with well I don't understand TikTok you probably understand TikTok I don't like more <laughs> I don't no but like because I used to think is it is it kind of like do people treat it like they would treat stories like they're just throwing everything up and some people do and other people have a more curated kind of thing going I think I'd be far more curated. I wouldn't want to put up anything mm. that I didn't think was was funny. You know, like I was yeah. like I have one or two videos banked, and I was in work today, and I like this is how sad I am because like Ashley, our sister, now sits behind me, and <laughs> and I there was one it was only like a little ten second one that I did this morning, and I was like, and I was watching it on my lunch to see if it was funny, and I was laughing. I was laughing at myself and that's she, brilliant and that's she, what it is yeah and she was like she was like I was like I'm actually laughing at my own video and she's like you sad bastard <laughs> I, was, I was like first rule of comedy you have to make yourself laugh before you make anyone else laugh but yeah. I was just like I know I was like you're gonna think this is so sad <laughs> like I'm laughing at myself like, so anyway I feel like I'm talking about myself a lot here but you know no don't let that Irishness okay sorry. Uh, good 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 creep up 
But yeah. It's funny because the first, like the first wave that will come in will be all about like, you know, like the the clip itself, like, oh, that's funny or really good or stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, yes, brilliant. And then the next wave, when it goes, when it goes kind of the last few, when they've gone kind of mad, then it's just the general toxic football, you know, yeah. people, people getting in arguments in the comments and like that sort of stuff where you're just like, lads, like I don't. <laughs> like, there's this, there's this thing. I think I've talked about it on the podcast. I think I even talked about it last week with Sean Burke, but I just find it so funny. It bears repeating. There's this guy on TikTok, and he's called like the meal prep king, right? <laughs> and he he even has his own range of like you know glass you know Tupperware whatever. And he does this thing. It's like me and my wife we lost two hundred pounds each doing a meal prep every week. And so like he lays out on a Sunday all the food, and all of his videos are just him doing it, laying out the food. This is today's. And every single video, every single video, there's a comment from someone different every time. And it says, oh, mate, that food's going to be fucking rank by Thursday. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then him in capital letters saying, as I keep telling you morons, we freeze the last four. <laughs> I'm like, he has this fight every day. And I just oh, find be it horrible. <laughs> He just doesn't ignore it, you know. And I even see, I don't know if you see on TikTok, there's like, you know, I'm a single, you know, a single, you know, uh, Asian woman coming home to her, you know, her penthouse or whatever. And, you know, you don't see these like videos and they're like a woman with all the gadgets that she has, you know, she has a special thing. I know the exact ones you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Special thing for boiling eggs. Yeah, I know, you know, the perfect thing for cleaning. I mean, so much plastic and so much, you know, wasted electricity. But there's always a comment and it's always the most upvoted comment being like, mate, don't know whether this looks super expensive or super cheap. And it's the set from a different person every time. And now I've made it my goal to be that person. So I see one pop up and I'm like, as fast as I can. I don't know if it's super expensive or super cheap. And then I have people like 100 likes being like, oh my God, I was thinking the exact same thing. Like, yes, yes. Yeah. But it's also like, if I'm doing that and people don't know I'm doing that, what are other people doing for the other wrong intentions? That's what's so insane about the internet is that you kind of can't fully grasp the motivation behind everything other than attention that's the thing like i think at the age that we're sort of at now that like we know what that is if people are commenting that and you know if it goes if one of the videos has like four million views like you're gonna get some crazy Mm. like sad people like there was one that actually made me crack up laugh and it was like it was like if it's like if you achieve even one percent of what Martin Tyler achieved in his career, you know, it's like judging by your bad lip syncing videos. I think not. <laughs> Whereas, like, if I was a teen, if I was a teenager, if I was, you know, if if it really mattered, I, I'd be like, oh, what, what, what? Whereas now you're just like, you just know what that is, so it's just like, ah, oh, yeah. But that's, uh, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful you're at the age. I'm grateful I'm at the age that you know that we can we have a little bit of our life behind us <laughs> you know or yeah. we, and, and, and a lot more you know ahead of us that we can kind of that we kind of can be mature enough to be like yeah okay maybe the last video that i had did have a bit of my you know like you, you like say you would you take your shirt off for the for yeah. the gold in the one right and like and it got great views but like imagine you were a kid and you were like you know oh maybe taking my shirt off is the thing you know yeah and now it seems to get more likes and people seem to like that more about me and maybe i'm like shirt off guy 
you know yeah you know maybe sure i have girl. to do this now like, exactly someone actually commented was like mate why did you cut when you take the, took the shirt off before you took the shirt off and i, I wanted to reply i'm like because that's funnier yeah it's yeah, funnier yeah. if you stop like like where like it's it's less funny if i take it off and wheel yeah. it around my head like that's not as funny but i remember with your like still whenever you put out a video like i'm mercilessly scrolling the comments to see if anyone if anyone dares to say anything negative about it and i remember like you know there'd be there'd be one or two where you'd see like this isn't funny or or, mm. or something like that like very very rarely i have to say but mm. was, but I, I remember just being like and then i go into his profile and look like who's this fucking clown like you know? <laughs> who's this egg emoji where you where you want to i remember when you posted a video when we went to anfield and like someone like <laughs> loads of people were like you know like diehard liverpool fan never been to a game Pff, you know yeah, yeah, or, yeah. you know all uh, they this don't they don't shit. even the team co- they don't even have the team color scarf uh, yeah, you know. how how about how about actually send them to and this was like a, a year before COVID uh, how about actually send them to nurses and the frontline workers in the yeah. NHS rather yeah. than these two mugs and then I remember mam mam commented and it's like a bunch of begrudgers a lot of them yes <laughs> oh god she got so a, she was trying to sell some Westlife tickets on Facebook um, and she's like just checking if anyone wants these tickets I have you know two spare um, and then someone was like, the comment was all like, you know, no, I'm actually a fan of music. So, and she was so like, what? Why would she even say that? She was she does, so yeah. pissed off. <laughs> I remember like I was with her and she was, and she got a text because she'd sometimes sell stuff on Facebook and I'd be like, she'd be like, are you still selling tickets? She'd be like, yes. And then yeah. like, can I, whatever, like, no. I'm like, ma'am, why are you being so blunt with these people? Like, well, I'm just, I'm just being, you know, like, it's like she's a different person when she gets into selling tickets mode. Yeah. Like, it's all business, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's mad. Uh, do you know, I think that's probably a good place to leave it. Andy, the viral sensation, where can people uh, find this, these videos? Oh my God, you haven't even seen, if you haven't seen them. Oh, um, yeah, you can find them on uh, TikTok at Andy Cantwell or on uh, Twitter at Andy Cantwell. Um, you can, I'd love it if you checked out my podcast. I do mm. with my best pal, Terry. Um, What's so great about pod on Instagram and WSGA pod on Twitter. Uh, we talk a lot of movies. He's a real movie buff and I am very, very dismissive of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes for a good dynamic because he really knows what he's talking about and I really don't. Um, so you're either agreeing with me that that's shy or you're agreeing with him of like no it's fucking class you idiot um, well, you're, all, you're only agreeing with Terry <laughs> yeah, I tell you I get people messaging me saying mm. so I, we met a guy um, at, at your show actually and as we were walking back he was walking back with us and he was like you have the courage to say what other people don't and I see Terry <laughs> Terry's walking ahead like shaking his head <laughs> I'm like yes yes <laughs> um, but yeah, if you if you want to check that out, that's that's there as well. Um, Great, you've yeah, had you've it. had some you've had some of my friends on as guests, haven't you? We've had Tony on. We recently did a series on what's so great about Wes Anderson, where we did all the Wes Anderson movies. We had Killian Sunderman and Peter McGann, Ed Salmon, yourself, um, Stephen Colfer. So we had a few. Basically, I just contacted yeah. people who I knew knew you. I was like, I'm I'm his brother. I assure you, I'm just as funny as he is, um, <laughs> and and it worked. Um, but no, they were great. They were all great. It was it was great having them on. So if you're interested in that, um, check that out. And yeah. That's it. Do 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 check it out, uh, Andy. This was great. Um, we should do it again. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me on. Right, I love you. Bye. Love you too. <laughs>